So excited and honored to have the man of God of faith and power for the hour all the way from Manila, Philippines with us today. I do not want to take away any of his time, so would you please stand back up to your feet. Give the Lord a big shout of praise for sending us Pastor Ray Lierna. Man of God, have your way as the Spirit leads. Holy kiss. I love it. Holy kiss. He's the only one. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. You may be seated. Happy New Year. Abundant blessing to everyone. Amen. The Lord is good. Amen. This is my first Sunday service in the U.S. I arrived two weeks ago, but this is my first official Sunday service. Praise the Lord. And thank God it's, it's in middle praise. <laughs> This is home. And uh, when I was traveling this way, my, my daughter said, what church are you going to visit? I said, first of all, my desire is to visit Metro Praise. Every time I come here in the past three years, this is the first church that I always preach. So I said, my desire is to come back here and visit Metro Praise before I visit any churches. I have a wonderful uh, visit with your pastor, my pastor here in Chicago, and uh, excited about the desire of going to the Philippines, taking some of you to establish a church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, this year is going to be a great year. It's going to be an, a year of surprises from the Lord. It's going to be a year of release. It's going to be a year of new beginning. And I, I was praying and asking the Lord, what is lies ahead this year? I was in uh, Florida at the end of the year. I did a wedding there. And uh, I was seeking the Lord. And the Lord said, there are surprises, greater surprises in this year. But this is going to be a year of release, a year of breakthrough, a year of new beginning. Amen. A year of shutting the door of the past, forgetting what is behind, and then focusing our eyes, what is prepared by the Lord before us. Amen. I'm excited. I will be eight years old this year and be celebrating my 64 years in the ministry. And I feel like I'm just beginning. You know? So, I know that you are all excited in the Lord. There's something about your pastor. He's a very happy and a positive person. I would like to hang around with people that lift up my spirit. People that inspired me. People that energize me. I don't want to go and spend time with people who are moaning and groaning and complaining and saying how difficult, how hard, and how... Uh, life is mistreating them. I like to be around with people because I'm already having a hard time. I'm already having a difficult time. I want to hear something that can lift up my spirits. Somebody that can energize me and excite me in the Lord. Because we are living in the world that is so full of uncertainty, a lot of uh, insecurities and perplexities. And, and if we look around us all the time, we will go under and die early. 
but we need to be positive because God is a positive God. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to prolong that, but I would like to go deeper into the Word of God. And I believe that this message is going to be prophetic. And uh, the Lord gave this to me personally, and I want to share it to you, what the Lord has spoken to my heart for this year. And I believe that this will be a prophetic and also going to be a covenant of promise to each one of us. The glory of the Lord will be revealed. The power of God will be demonstrated. The kingdom of God will advance. And the people of God will be liberated. I really believe that this is the time and the season that we need to have a paradigm change in our thinking. And we need to have a positive outlook in life because God has promised His plan and purpose for you and I. They are not evil but good. It is not to harm you but to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. And one thing that is powerful is that he who begins a good work and set things in motion, he doesn't stop until it is fulfilled and bring to completion. So it might take a while, but that is only giving you a wonderful, adventurous journey in this traveling traveling in this path for 365 days of 2024. I'm excited and I am encouraged I, uh, because my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, if you turn your Bibles with me to the book of Joel, um, just a, a, a little bit of background. Joel is a prophet. They, I call him a prophet of doom because there's a, he, he pronounced judgment. He, he pronounced, uh, you know... Uh, uh, Plagues that will come. But it's also a, a, a prophet that pronounces future blessing. Okay. Because there needs to be a balance in everything. One thing I discovered with God through the years, God is a very balanced God. Okay. There are always consequences of our own decision. But God doesn't want us, the, the grace of God will always bring us out of that makes mistake to put us into the right track, but we must continue on. I have many mistakes in the past, but it was a learning mistake for me. It cannot be repeated if you learn it. If you keep repeating it, means you have never learned the lesson God is teaching you. Okay, and sometimes uh, we don't learn easy. Because we don't submit our mind to the thinking of God and the mind of God. The word, the name Joel, it means, it's a powerful, the, the Jehovah is God. Okay. God is in control. The God who is the omnipotent God, the omniscient God, the, the omnipresent God, the immutable God, the eternal God who spoke the word and life comes forth. Deliverance, blessing, future are established at the sound of his voice. That is Jehovah God. The Lord Adonai, hallelujah. The El Shaddai. The all-sufficient one, the Emmanuel, who never leaves you nor forsake you, regardless of your situation, but will abide with you to the end with a promise of blessing and victory. That's the God that we serve. 
In the midst of tragedy, He's still God. In the midst of bankruptcy, He's still God. In the midst of pain and sorrow, He's still God. In the midst when you are all alone, forsaken and abandoned, He's still God. And you can put your trust, your confidence to the one who holds the, 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 the world in the palm of His hand. That is God. Hallelujah. And I will never understand the way he works. <laughs> and no one will. But I do believe he has my best interest in his mind. So whether I know it, I understand it or not, I need to trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Make Jehovah your God. Regardless if you are having a one million dollars a year income. That is not enough to keep you and sustain you. You still need Jehovah God. Amen? He's faithful. He's generous. He's merciful. He's kind. He's good. And His mercy endures forever. You cannot find anyone in anywhere in the world that will fit to that description except Jehovah God. So every morning when I wake up, thank God Jehovah is still alive. Thank God he's still God. <laughs> Amen. Now, the book of uh, Joel opens up in a, with a doom <laughs> experience, judgment. There is always consequences to wrong decision. There are consequences uh, to wrong choices. There's consequences, though there is, pay, there is joy and pleasure in sin. Don't get me wrong. There's pleasure in sin. You know that. But temporary. Okay. But there are no sins that God will not deal with. And change a sin will demand judgment. The consequences, the soul that sinned, he will die. So the consequences, death. It might not be physical death right now, but spiritual death, financial death. Emotional death, death in marriage, death in your children running away from the Lord. There are many ways that we could experience death. He sent locust, drought, armies of destruction. That's how the book has opened. But in the midst of that, we do not know what lies ahead this year. But whatever you are going to experience, I want you to believe Jehovah is still God. I want you to believe that your economy might change. Your physical body might change. But Jehovah God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am the Lord thy God. I change not. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So cheer up, my beloved. It could be worse. It could be worse, but it's getting better. Come on, people of God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So chapter one really is heavy to my heart today. But in chapter two, it opens up. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm. You know, there are many ways where the trumpet can be sound. The sound, your people need to know the sound. It could be a sound of solemn assembly. It could be a sound of war. But I said, you know, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm in, in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. I want you to understand that the day of the Lord is coming is repeated time and time again in Joel. This is the day which the Lord has made. Every day that I wake up, I say, this is the Lord's day. I must rejoice. I must be glad. Regardless of how I feel, regardless of how I, the, the outward appearance looked, but this is the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord is always bright. Hallelujah. The sun never set in God. Hallelujah. The day of the Lord is the day where sorrow is turned into joy. When darkness is turned into light. And night is turned into day. That's the day of the Lord. The very key of this book, the very verse is found in chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. And it reads, I'm reading it from the New King James. I'm still a King James person. <laughs> I couldn't get away to, I, I read ESV, Amplified, NIV, and NLT. I still go back to King James. I don't know why. My daughter always saying, my son, you are an old, <laughs> old Testament period. We are in the New Testament period. But it says in chapter 2, verse 12, Now therefore, say it with me, now. It means now. It means today. At this moment. Now therefore, says the Lord. Hallelujah. When God speaks, we better give Full attention. Says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart. You might say, hey, Pastor, I'm in the church. I'm involved in the ministry. But you know what? The heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Many times without even knowing it, our hearts, our emotion, our feelings deceived us. So he says in here, turn to me with all your heart. The question is that, the word of God says, where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. Okay. And then it said, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. It means with a broken heart. It means with a contrite spirit. It means with a submissive heart. And yielded spirit to the Lord. It means allowing God to be Jehovah God in every aspect of our lives. Verse 13, it says, Surrender your heart. Wrap your heart and not your garment. Sometimes, even pastors, we are unaware sometimes that our hearts become callous. 
our hearts sometimes become hardened. And we lost the sensitivity to the voice of God. And when God began to reveal this to me, and He said, I want a contrite heart, a broken spirit. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And let a right spirit. When Saul met Samuel, and Samuel said to Saul, the king, the first king of Israel, said, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And you will have a new heart and you will become a different person. And it doesn't happen once in a lifetime. It needs to continue to happen every day of our lives. We must follow the spirit. We must live in the spirit. We must obey the spirit. So that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There's a price to pay for that. But a blessing is immeasurable. So he said in here, to rend, surrender your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. Now, you may say, you're speaking to me to praise Pastor Ray. We are a people of, uh, 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 who love the Lord. We have a seal for evangelism. I'm not dealing with that. God is dealing here. When I said to the Lord, I've been faithful to you. That's not the question. But sometimes, without even knowing it, we're doing things for our own good. And that's not right. Return to me. I look at that and say, what does it mean to return? I did not leave him. There are times that we think we did not leave him. <laughs> but how many times throughout the day where God has would move us, can you spend a moment of time with me in prayer and you push it aside? Hello. And the Lord said, how many times did I say to you, can you sit down with me so I can talk to you? And you are busy talking to somebody on the phone, counseling, but you ignore me. Return to me. Make me your priority throughout this year. Make me the center of everything that you are, everything that you desire, everything that you hope for, and everything that you do in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, in your finances, in your marriage, among your children, and anything that you do. Let me be the center of everything. Because when Christ is the center of everything, that's when His glory glorified. And He is fully glorified when our hearts is fully satisfied with Him. My God. And when I read that, I said, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. You know, God will rebuke us, yet with gentleness. And great. Not like me sometimes when I rebuke some of our pastors, I would like to chop their head right away. <laughs> okay. He said, Return to the Lord your God, for he is 
gracious. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jehovah God is gracious to you. Come on, say it. God is gracious to you. Amen. Lift everyone and say, Lord, you've been gracious to me. Don't say it like you mean it. He's gracious. It's only because of His grace we are alive today. No one of us is qualified to come into the presence of God. We are filthy, dirty rags. Our own good works and righteousness is still rubbish, garbage before God. It's only by the grace of God. It's only by the mercies of the Lord. And the graciousness of God brought us here today. And then it said, for the Lord is gracious and merciful. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Lord, in your judgment, remember mercy. And if God is merciful to us, who are we not to be merciful with each other? If God has been gracious to you, then extend a, a graciousness also to the person next to you. Hallelujah. I don't care if they offended you. I don't care if they have exploited you. I don't care if they have, you know, rubbed you the wrong way. Thou shalt love your neighbor the way you love yourself. Then he said, slow to anger. Aren't you glad that God has a strong self-control? <laughs> His patience is beyond my comprehension. Hallelujah. Slow to anger and Great in kindness. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. That's powerful. Slow to anger. Great in kindness. And he relents from doing harm. My God, lift up your hands. Okay. God will never harm you. His plan for you is not to harm you but to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I have said my introduction. Let's go to chapter 2, beginning at verse 18. This is prophetic. This is the promise of God for 2024. It is a promise to me, and it is because I read it every day. This is the second week. I've been reading and pondering it. Yesterday, I don't know how many times I, I read it, but every time I read it, there's something new. I got encouraged. I have a booster shot. And I'm inspired to even lift higher and face any challenge in life because God is with me. In verse 18, chapter 2, it said, The Lord will be zealous for his land. Now, it's not just the land. But the, the, the important things in the land is his people. You live in the land. Okay? The people around the world think that America is the promised land. <laughs> I thought about that before I came here. I said, I never dreamed, I never prayed to come to America. But I kept saying to myself, 
as young man, America is the promised land. But when I arrived in here in the 70s, America has the same problem that I have where I came from. <laughs> okay. But doesn't matter where you are. If Jehovah is your God, you're secure. I want you to understand this. The economy of God doesn't have any recession, inflation, or the currency doesn't go up and down. To be a citizen of that kingdom is to have security, peace, and joy. That's the kingdom of God. Right? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. That's Ran Canole. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It said in it, the Lord will be zealous for his, for, for his land and pity his people. He's zealous for you. He's gracious, kind to you. Because he has a great plan for you, church. And that's why the devil is against you. That's why he's doing everything in his power to derail you and stop you. Because he doesn't want you to see the fulfillment of what God has promised for you. But you got to fight for it. You need to believe that, that your future is secure in God. And it's brighter than your past. It's glorious than your past. And it's just sunrise before you. The devil wants it to become sunset. The Lord, verse 19, the Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among nations. You know, for a person like me, I'm constantly struggling to make both ends meet. With a big ministry. Right now, I forgot to tell Pastor Joe before the service that we already have starting a pioneering church. We took a step of faith in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. And I will be going there in August to launch out the church. But he said to me, we need to deposit some money. I said, don't worry about the money. Just obey the Lord. Every time you take this step, money will come. But if you talk on the money, you will not move. It will hinder you. But Jehovah owns the bank in the world. So he said to me and he and his wife, he said, We are now having a prayer, a Bible study is getting big. Now set a date where we can launch out it into a church. And I will come. We are now grooming this lady pastor in our church who has been working for the government for 30 years, who for the past 15 years have a burden to become a missionary to Japan. And we'll be launching him out, here out this year, that by next year he will move to Japan. He's going now, I told her, enrolled into a school and learn now the basic language of Japanese language, the basic Japanese language, and she's doing that. And because we cannot wait for money to come, the Lord said that He will answer 
his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil. In other words, there's a promise of blessing. Wine and oil represent the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks every yoke and lifts up every burden. Your finances, your, your finances probably is a burden to you. It's a yoke for you. But the wine and the oil, hallelujah, is coming. The new anointing is coming. That yoke will be broken and you're going to enter in into a blessing and into prosperity, into an increase and Presidented blessing of the Lord because this is the year of your breakthrough. This is the year of your release. This is the year of uh, your deliverance. And you will be satisfied by them. I said to the Lord, this year, I'm not going to struggle. This year, I'm not going to be going to rough time. I'm going to be satisfied in the Lord. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy in His right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. And the Apostle Paul said, in every condition I found myself in, I learned to be satisfied. This is a year of being satisfied in the Lord. Only Jesus can satisfy your heart. If you tried everything and everything has failed, try Jesus. He never fails. Verse 19, uh, verse 20. But I will remove from you the northern army and will drive them away into a barren and desolate land with his faces toward the eastern sea and his black and his back toward the western sea his stench will come up and foul odor will rise because he has done mentorous things now chapter 1 tells us about all the kinds of enemy i believe those are all figure figure of speech grasshoppers locusts those are enemies of the of the land your enemy could be depression. Your enemy could be, you know, finances. Whatever it is that distresses you and bring you discomfort is your enemy. Anything that <laughs> causes you to be discouraged is an enemy. But the Lord said, I will take your enemies away from you. The one that distresses distresses you, the one that disturbs you, the one that brings you down, I will remove it from you because I am Jehovah God. And I said to the Lord the other day, I will declare this year, I'm not going to be running out of finances for the things you ask me to do. You will satisfy my heart to fully. Because he's Jehovah God. You know, I'm facing such a big mountain right now that we could lost our property in the Philippines. Our land and our building that we built in the eight in the nineties is worth two million dollars by the market now. And uh, five years, 
eight years ago, half of the building got burned. The insurance that they gave us is the hard, we almost did not get anything. We went to the court and they gave us like a drop in the bucket. So we need to borrow $350,000 in the bank to rebuild. We didn't have any problem of paying the mortgage. The school was generating a little funds, and uh, the churches all over the Philippines were sending contribution toward it, but then the pandemic came. The school was shut down, and there was no income, but we're still, according to the government, we still need to pay the tuition, or the, the, the salary of the teachers. And without an income, how can you pay? But it was the Lord. We paid him, but we did not pay the mortgage. For three years, we did not pay the mortgage. The former president make a declaration. No tenants can be ejected because they did not pay rent because we are in a pandemic. No loans can foreclosure in a property, foreclosed property because we are in the pandemic. So no one touches that's us. We were free. We did not pay for this. Then last year, the bank, the, the, the government said, you need to help businesses to recover and this and that. So the bank, which is a government bank, will be loaned. That's the only one that can loan money, the government bank. It said, we will process the foreclosure for your property. Because for three years, you did not pay. But because there is a program that we, for recovery program, for anybody that is in a crisis like this, we are going to give you six months. Within that six months, I need, well, the six months started in October, September. October, November, December, January, February, March. Before March, we can, as a matter of fact, when I go back, I need to go to the bank and say, yes, we can pay what you are asking us. They want us to put $75,000 for all the interest and the mortgage for the past three years to process okay, the recovery loan. If we don't do that, they have the, the provision in the, in the law that they can process now the foreclosure. I said to the um, banker, it will never happen. God give us this property and God is not going to give it to you for free. So I said to the Lord, you give me this promise, you're going to make it. Okay. And I'm going back on the 23rd of February. I don't know where I'm going to be preaching after this. Okay. I sent letters to many of the pastors, but they did not respond. Only him who responded. And so I said to the Lord, you're going to prove to me that this works. Is from you. You're going to make it good to me. 
I'm not going to look here or there. I'm going to look into this promise. You will satisfy me. You will not going to let me struggle. You are not going to let the enemy take over what you have given us as a blessing. No way that it will happen. Lord, you are Jehovah God. You are not going to allow that to happen. My faith had really rise up higher. The Lord said, I will remove your enemies. And so I said to my, do- my daughter, who is the director of the school, I said, honey, do not be stressed out. Hold on to this promise. God is going to remove the bank away from us. <laughs> my daughter said, how? Don't, me, uh, don't ask me how. I cannot answer you that. But just say, the Lord has spoken. We believe it. That settles it. Hallelujah. Then it says here, verse 21, this is powerful. Fear not, O land. Do not uh, rejoice and be, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. You know what, beloved? 2023 is not all bad. It's not all, all you know, uh, pain and sorrow. I believe we can all declare God has done marvelous things in 2023. But greater things he's going to do in this year. It says in Isaiah 43, forget the former things, for I am doing a great thing. Hallelujah. God, Jehovah declared, there is a great thing that is going to happen. Marvelous things. Marvelous things. Wonderful things, uh, hallelujah, extraordinary things uh, beyond your expectation, beyond our comprehension. God is a God of surprises, and this is going to be one of his surprises. Uh, God is going to do marvelous work in your life, in your finances, in your marriage, uh, in your church. This is a year of recovery, this is a year of restoration. This is a year of deliverance. I know I will not be able to finish this, but let me go faster. Do not be afraid. You know, our, our number one enemy is fear. When fear is overtaking you, you're done. But fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you. I will, uphold, I will strengthen you. I will help you. Uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not. Do not be afraid because as I was with Moses, I will be with you. There shall be new men will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Hallelujah. Because God is still Jehovah. Jehovah is still God. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid, you beast of the field. For the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The great tree and vine, the fig tree and vine yield their strength. You know what? It says here, pastures are springing up. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not... 
He will guide me, lead me to green pasture. Only if you are following him. Only if you are obeying him. Only if you surrender your life to him. Only if you are obedient to him. We have been saying the grass are greener on the other side of the fence because you are farsighted. But when you arrive there, you become nearsighted. You discover it's not really what it looks like. But when you are in God, promise in Isaiah 43, he will make a road in the desert and river in the wilderness and river in the desert. My God, hallelujah. He will turn your desert into a blooming garden because uh, he is Jehovah God. He's your shepherd. And if you follow him, you obey him, he will lead you to green pastures. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Even if you're suffering, even if you're having a hard time, rejoice in the Lord because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Murmuring will crush you down faster and bury you alive. Rejoicing and being happy and having a grateful heart will lift you up higher. Hallelujah. So have a heart that is always happy and rejoicing in the Lord. Why? Because he promised he'll never leave you. He's with you all the way through. Amen. You are never alone. <laughs> in the moment you thought you are alone and there's only one foot in this one footprint in the sand, is that that's the time when he's carrying you. And all the weight is in him. And God will carry you through to the end. He'll never let go of you. So hang on tight in his hand. Put your hands in the hand of the man who spilled the water. Put your hands in the hand of the man who come the sea. You can look at things differently when you put your hands. I lost the water to the man from Galilee. And sometimes we forget that he's holding your hand. Hallelujah. No one and nothing can touch you unless you allow it because the Lord is your covering. He who dwelt in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow, the covering of the Almighty. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. Hallelujah. Be glad in your children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The first rain is for the planting season. The latter rain is for the harvest. And Pastor Joe is more scholar to it than I am. But I firmly believe that the first rain came on the day of Pentecost. That's when the church was born. 
And now we are living in the last days of harvest. We need a lot of rain. To fill in the wheat with solid, make the wheat solid grain. Not chaff. That can be blown away. But solid people. Committed people. People that love the church and willing to lay down their lives for the church. And not afraid to give the resources for the kingdom of God. Great things are going to happen. Verse 24. I, I will not expound that. I'm just telling you what the Lord has. It is a year of rejoicing. It's a year of, uh, of not being afraid. But verse 24. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat. And the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. What a promise. Amen. And in the other part of the Old Testament, it said that, you know what? You will be eating, okay, for the former harvest. And the new harvest coming in will be put in the barn. In other words, there's so much blessing that what you are harvesting now will be put as a reserve for this because you still have a lot for the past harvest. In other words, your barn will never run out dry. Hallelujah. That's the promise of God. And I said to the Lord, you never lie. I'm going to hold on to this. And I said, God, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I believe that when I go back on the 23rd, I will have the 75,000. I, I will see to the bank. Here, hallelujah. Finish the work and let us uh, sign the contract. Glory to God. And I'm confident. I don't know what's going to happen. It's not my problem. But my problem is to believe he's going to make it happen. Hallelujah. The oil and the wine, the blessing, the grain is coming. My problem is to believe. His problem is to make it good. And he always make good of his promise. In 64 years of serving him, he never lied to me. That's why I'm still here. Now look at verse 25. I love that. I will restore. Say with me, I will restore. Shout it loud. I will restore. The Lord is saying, I will restore. That restore means uh, I will bring it back to the original status. And even greater. God is the God of restoration. I will restore the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Hallelujah. It could be 20 years. <laughs> say it with me. Payback time is coming. <laughs> Come on, say it. Payback time is coming. And the beautiful thing is this. God is going to demand the devil to pay interest of everything that has taken away from me. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but the God that I serve said, he will pay the interest of everything that has taken away from me. Payback is coming. Devil, hallelujah. You're going to pay me everything. Every sorrow and pain that I've gone through because of you. You're paid back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh my God. Woo! 
Verse 26. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're not going to be scrumming, <laughs> scratching here and there. You're going to be turning over my God. And what am I going to do now? Hallelujah. And the first day, first thing, first time when ever happens in your life, you're not going to be worried where you're going to sleep, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Because he said, Hallelujah. He will restore you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. There are people who have eaten too much and yet it's not satisfied. <laughs> not happy. But the Lord said, you can experience me and you can be satisfied. Because he alone has the power to satisfy your heart. And the only way that he can satisfy you is to delight in him. And he will give you the desire of your heart. Hallelujah. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. My people shall never be put to shame. Hallelujah. Honor and favor is coming to you. You are not going to be put to shame. Hallelujah. In 1962, my aunt, who is my mother's younger sister, because we are all strong Catholic, and said to me, you're such a stupid person. What can you get of being a pastor? You're going to die of starvation. And he said to me, he cursed, she cursed me and he said, you crawl like a worm coming to me for blessing. I will never give you even a penny. I said, and I love you. I respect you. And I will not disrespect you. But it will never happen. Mark this in your, in your mind. It will never happen. But God will be Will, you will be surprised of what God is going to do for my life. Every time we have God and family gathering, he will, she will insult me and put me to shame. And again, said, oh, look at him. He's, li he's living on the, on, 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 on deceiving people, manipulating people because he's lazy and he doesn't want to work. I just ignore him. And all of my family just look, me, look down. On me and, and some I'm, I become an outcast. But 20 years later, here comes my aunt knocking at the door. Ray, I need help. Can you loan me some money? <laughs> I almost said, see, you told me, you, you told me I'm going to crawl <laughs> and ask for mercy. But I did not. I said, I said, aunt, I'm not a bank that I can loan you, but I can give you. It's not a loan. How much do you need? And the equivalent of a Philippine money during that time is $10,000. I said, I have half of it. That's all I can give. He cried. And then she threw her arms around me. Could you ever forgive me 
for what I have said to you. I said, what you said did not register in my mind because I block it. Because that's not from God. Hallelujah. Because the God that said to me, I will not put you to shame. I will honor you and I will favor you. And all the rest of my life, I walk in the favor of God and the honor of the Lord. And this man has favored me and honored me more than anybody I have known in my lifetime. Hallelujah. God will honor you. But honor comes to people who are honorable. Hello. Many times we say things about the Lord, but our action is opposite. That doesn't work. Oh, the Lord will favor me, but your action is wrong. If you want to be honored, be honorable. And with honor comes favor. And favor comes honor. Honor follows favor and favor <laughs> follows honor. Then it says, And my people shall never be put to shame. They you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am in the midst of Metropraise, I am in the midst of every household in Metropraise, and I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise, people of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see vision. And also on my maid ser men servants and my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. And I will show wonders and in the heavens and in the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great day of the Lord. Great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls up on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the promise of God. Stand with me, please, as I read the last portion of chapter 3. 18 verse of chapter 3. This is a continuation of chapter 2. Said, and it will come to pass in that day that the mountain shall drip with new wine. Hallelujah. These are figures, figurative, figure speech. Means abundance, prosperity, blessing. It said, will drip with new wine. The hills shall flow with milk. And all the brooks of Judah shall flooded with water. And fountains shall flow from the house of the Lord and water the valley of Acacias. Out from this house, rivers of blessing, rivers of increase, influence and kingdoms and buildings of the glory of God shall come out of this. Do not look at yourself as a small congregation. Look at yourself as an army raised up by God 
and up from you shall flow mountains of milk, wine. And I said, fountains shall flow from the house of the Lord and water the valleys of Acacia. For the past many years, you guys had been watering me and the ministry in the Philippines. And for that, I'm grateful. For that, I'm so thankful to you. You, I told Pastor Joe earlier that this church helped us build three churches in the Philippines. And for that, I am grateful. And for that, I honor you. Egypt shall be a desolate, Edom a desolate wilderness because of violence against the people of Judah, for they have shed innocent blood in their land. But last verse, verse 20. But Judah shall abide forever. Hallelujah. This church, you, your family, shall abide forever. Hallelujah. Look forward. It's going to happen. You're going to be a blessing to the world. You're going to be a rivers of refreshing to the nations of the world. But Judah shall abide forever. And Jerusalem from generation to generation. That's prophetic for you in this house. I thank God that He has given me the opportunity to preach the first service in this church. Because I believe this is prophetic not just for me, but for this church. Greater honor is coming. Greater favor is coming. Greater blessing is coming because God is going to make you a rivers to water the people out there like you have been watering us and repressing us through the years. May the Lord continue to flourish you, advance you in every area, elevate you in every level and give you abundant surprises you never dream it's going to happen for you. But it's going to happen because Jehovah is God in this house. Hallelujah. Your finances will turn around. Your marriage will rise up to a new vigor and joy and pleasure. Your children will serve the Lord. And your life will be fruitful to bless, to bless the work of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Would you please just raise up your hands? Let's just honor the Lord. Oh, I believe your word, oh God. I receive it, Father. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you for reviving you, my heart, for reminding me of your promises that you're going to do great and marvelous work for us, for me, for my house, for the kingdom of God. God, honor and favor shall come upon us. And you will use us, Lord, to be rivers of blessing, rivers of God of pleasure and joy to revive people out there. To serve and honor the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I speak to every heart.
I speak to every man, women, children. I speak to every household. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will accomplish your promise. You will make it good. And you will make a great surprises for your people. This year is a year of release for them. A year of breakthrough. A year of restoration. A year of deliverance. A year of blessing. A year of abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, shackles are broken, strongholds are destroyed, burdens are lifted up. We're entering into a new season in God and with God. You're blessed. Walk in the blessing of God. Walk in the joy of the Lord. Walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. I prophesy to you, this will be the greatest year of your life. Believe it. As I prophesied myself two weeks ago, this will be the greatest year of my life. Hallelujah. Let me just say to you, I told you last time I was here, my left kidney is not functioning. My right kidney is only 29%. But I want you to know, my strength is still the same. It never go down. My activities have doubled and even sometimes it's tripled. I'm not, I'm, I don't feel weary. I don't feel tired. I don't feel exhausted. My strength then is the same strength I have now because Jehovah is my God. Tuesday, I will begin again a series of tests for my kidney. And I know God is going to surprise me. I've been declaring that my left kidney will revive. And I believing, I'm believing this year is a year of the restoration of my kidney. But even if it will not restore, the Lord is strengthening me, the Lord is keeping me, and my strength and my energy has never gone down. Amen. Let me tell you, beloved, it's an exciting time for me to be alive in this season. There is a great expectation in my heart for the things God has promised he will do hallelujah and I will see it with my two eyes I don't know about you I fully embrace this and I said God this prophecy is mine no devil from the pit of hell can stop it over my dead body hallelujah Glory to God. Be determined and purpose in your heart. God bless you.